bum-fuzzled and we get frustrated and we get aggravated about life in general. But sometimes I just begin to look in the Word of God and I just begin to read some of his quotes uh, that other men that's gone on before us that has said and things that they have experienced. And I think it was David that said, I was young and now I'm old. But he said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed out ever begging for bread. And I read certain things like that and it just gives me chills because I know the same God that he served then is the same God that we serve today. So I always get excited when uh, I don't know where else to turn, I turn to Jesus. And so I've been thinking about a lot of things that's happening in our society today and you know, it seems like that's all we're dealing with is things that's out there in the world and, and I know sometimes uh, I can care less what the world does but it does have an impact upon the church. But I'm thankful tonight that God loves me. And I'm thankful that God said he'll supply my every need. So I want to talk just for a few minutes tonight about that there's a cup that can run over. And the Bible says in Psalms chapter 23, verse 5, it says, You've prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Aren't you glad that God has prepared a table for, for us in the presence of our enemies tonight? And, you know, there used to be a song that says, Come and dine, the master calleth, come and dine. Anybody remember that song? All right, there's a few of you. There used to be an old song by the name of that. And, and uh, I remember, man, we'd begin to sing that song and begin to think about dining in the presence of the Lord and what God had prepared for us, and it was just overwhelming. But the Lord is our source tonight, church. He's the one that we draw from tonight. And uh, he's the one that we cling to for the things that we have need of. And sometimes if... If we're not careful, we forget about that. But he makes it for us tonight. In Psalms 23 and 5, he speaks of him being our host. And he's prepared a table for us. The psalmist sees himself as a weary traveler. He sees himself as the Lord is preparing him a table. The Lord anoints his head with oil. And the Bible begins to talk about how that his cup runs over. And though the host fills the cup until it overflows, every kindness is shown to the traveler tonight. See, I think sometimes we forget about how good God is to us. I think when we get our eyes off of God and get them on everything else, we begin to be uh, uh, allow ourselves to get disappointed, discouraged, frustrated, upset. We begin to see the mundane of the world and everything that's going on, and we see in our own personal lives uh, things that we have need of or things that we need, and we get our eyes off the, the picture of Christ. But have you ever noticed when you begin to pray and you begin to seek the Lord and when you begin to get in the Word of God and you begin to pray and just begin to read some scripture that all of a sudden there's something that begins to well up inside of us. There's something about that that because we begin, we begin to get in the presence of the Lord. The Lord provides my water. A cup was generally used in the back in the day of Israel and in our days. Uh, I don't know about you, but I kind of drink from a cup today, don't you? Yeah, well, a cup was used back then as well. And so it provided us to get something that would help try to quench our thirst. A cup is something that you drink out of. The Israelites lived in a desert climate. Water was one of the most precious commodities of all, uh, commodities of all. For someone to give you their water was to give you life. Now bear with me, I'll get somewhere in a minute. The Lord provides an ample amount of water even in the desert land, 
Even in the desert land, God supplies. Water is also symbolic tonight of the Holy Spirit. John 7, 37 and 38 says, If any man thirsts, let him come unto me. He that believeth on me, as the scriptures has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Aren't you glad tonight, church, that we serve a God that has enough supply, that there's a well in him tonight that will never, ever run dry? There's something about knowing that we're serving the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords and knowing that whatever you have need of, that there's a God that says, I'll supply it. I'll make a way where there seems to be no way because, listen, church, we're living in the 21st century. We're living in a time where we should have everything at our disposal, but there's sometimes that things happen in life that we don't have it at our disposal. And so we look to the world for help sometimes and they're not there. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed out begging for bread. When I begin to pray and get on hold of the horns of the altar and allow Jesus to take over, can I tell you tonight that he will supply the needs because he's our God. He's our God tonight. He's our God that supplies it. And I'm telling you, when we get into the presence of the Lord, and I don't know how you received the Holy Spirit, and I don't know how it come upon you, but I remember as a young 22-year-old man in an upper room, uh, a young boy trying to figure out life. Uh, I, I, I was up in the upper room. Back then they had prayer on Sunday night. Uh, women prayed in one room and the men prayed in another. And I remember as I was up there praying, there was just a few of us men in that little place, but there was prayer that was going up to heaven. Uh, all of a sudden something fell on me. I felt something I've never felt in my life. Uh, all of a sudden I began to speak with tongues uh, and uh, there was something that welled up inside of me that I just could not Stop doing it. And from that day forth, uh, there's nothing that's ever, ever in this world has satisfied me the way that Jesus does. See, I think tonight that we sometimes forget about letting the waters of God overflow in our lives. Uh, we get our minds off of God. We get our eyes off of God. And all of a sudden, uh, we see that there's turmoil. Uh, but God provides uh, ample amount of spiritual blessings to those that seek him. You may feel like you are in a dry and a desert place, but there's a Lord that can quench the waters of your soul tonight. And he can make that thirstiness and fill it over tonight. The Lord can give you water even in the midst of a spiritual desert. There's been times I've been outside this week working, and I mean I sweat from head to toe. And there's times my tongue begin to get a little dry. And I'd go grab me a bottle of water and I could drink that thing in 1.2 seconds. And all of a sudden, man, there just began to be a good feeling. It revived me. And, I, man, I was trying to lay down the other night on the couch and, and uh, my legs was bothering me and I couldn't lay down and I was trying to relax. I don't know if you've ever been there before. And, and Connie, she just went in the refrigerator and grabbed a Gatorade and said, drink this. Man, I drank that Gatorade and I thought, man, my legs feel good. All of a sudden, I realized I was losing some electrolytes and some stuff inside my body. Did you know tonight that when we don't get fed up with God and we don't get in the Word of God and we don't get in prayer, there's something that starts changing in our lives? We're not like we used to be. Things are missing. Things ain't quite running on all four cylinders. And all of a sudden, we find ourselves missing it. But when you get back into the presence of the Lord, 
And that all of a sudden that God begins to pour out his blessings upon us. See, my cup tonight runneth over. We're in the middle of something tonight, church. In the, in the middle of a time and of in the middle of a, a turmoil and the middle of a middle of a nation that's in distress and, and, and that's uh, uh, in, in trouble. And we're in the midst of a lot of chaos that's going on in our world. And, and we say it and we hear it all the time. And sometimes we make ourselves sick of hearing it. But we're living in a time that there's a thirsty land that's trying to fill up on everything but God. But you and me as the children of God, we've got the answer to the world. Come see a man that told me all there ever was about my life. You can drink from this well, but you'll thirst again. But if you come and drink from the water of life that I give you, you'll never thirst again. Woo, that a hair lip the devil. Because I'm telling you, in the midst of turmoil tonight, uh, uh, when our cups run over, we ought to be showing the world that we've got what it takes. Uh, we've got the good. Uh, it might seem unnecessary uh, to have a cup full or a little less than full. Sometimes we think it's enough, uh, but it may be enough for us. Uh, but it's not enough for God. God said, I want them flowing. There's times I'll go in the store, I'll go in break time and get me a 32-ounce Diet Pepsi, fill that thing up, and man, I hate it when it flows over. Gets all over my hands. And Jesus said, Mike, I want your cup to run so much over you. And I'll go in that store and I'll try to fill that cup up to the brim. Have you ever done that before? I'm probably the only one. But I'll fill it just as close as I can, but if it ever spills over, I'll And Jesus says, I want you to because I want to fill you full. I want you overflowing tonight in my presence. I want you overflowing because, see, when you're overflowing, there's nothing no demon in hell or out of hell can do to you. There's nothing that nobody, because you're covered. Uh, you're covered by he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. See, when you're over full and your cup's running, God's got things in store for you. Uh, when somebody comes in and needs uh, something from the Lord, well, guess what? Your cup is full uh, and running over. You can lay hands uh, upon the sick uh, and they shall recover. Uh, you can speak to the demons that try to come in and destroy Distort somebody's mind. They've got to go in the name of Jesus. I'm talking about the power and the anointing and the flow of the river of God that never stops in the church of God. Because it's real tonight, church. It's real. And what he says he can do, he can do. That's why he says, Mike Burton, you need your cup. The Lord delights in filling it up. He don't want me to stop. He don't want me to uh, slow down, but he wants to pour everlasting water overflowing all over us tonight, church. I can't get enough of the anointing of God. I can't get enough of the presence of God. I'm so hungry, Jesus. I want you to come and fill me from the top of my head got to the soles of my feet. I would to God that a people would get hungry for the anointing and for the presence of the Shekinah glory that it would sweep through an auditorium and that we would know that surely the Lord's in the midst of this place. Ha. I said, ha. 
the Lord wants to do great things in this 21st century and thank God that he chose you and I to be a part of the move of the demonstration of the anointing of the presence of Almighty God. He chose us tonight. He not only quenches our thirst, he does more than enough. I said my God is more than enough. I don't know about you, but I've tried everything that the world has to offer. Nothing could satisfy me like Jesus. But when I get in the place of the anointing of God, I'm telling you there's something powerful that takes place because we're in the presence of the mighty God that we serve tonight. Ah, I said, listen, church. Greater is he that's in me uh, than he that's in the world. Uh, I can do all things uh, through Christ. Uh, Why? Because I've been under that spout uh, where the glory of God says, uh, let me just pour a little dab on you. Uh, His dab is running over and over and over. Church, we're in the midst of revival. Ah, the righteousness uh, of God has come down in this place. Uh, He says, listen, uh, I'm believing there's a time people's going to walk down the aisle before they get to this altar whatever sicknesses or disease that they have that they'll be made whole I'm not preaching a feel good message I'm not trying to pump you up I'm just telling you that it's the word of God tonight I'm just telling you that God's real and what we asked him for he can do it there's no devil in hell or out of hell can stop the move of God It's just plain and simple as that. Uh, He's just looking for somebody. Uh, Ah, let me tell you, uh, he's looking for a man or woman that says, uh, Lord, let me walk in it. Uh, Let me walk in that well of the living water. Uh, Let me walk in the Shekinah glory. Uh, Let me walk in the presence of Almighty God. See, he's already given it to us. He's just saying, church, I need you to walk in it tonight. He does not only quench our thirst, uh, uh, but he does more than we could ever imagine that he will do for us. He does more than we deserve. Uh, our cup runneth over. Can I have uh, Can I have a good amen tonight? Uh, overwhelming, overwhelming supply. Uh, he said, I'll supply all your needs. Uh, when he told Peter and Simon, them launch out into the deep, he didn't mean just just, just uh, casually do it. He said, get everything you got and throw it out into the deep. Uh, and as he throwed it out to the deep, he said, let now and let your nets down uh, and let them go. And they, when they had done it, uh, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes uh, and their net break. And he beckoned their partners to come. Uh, can I tell you, when Jesus does it, he does it right. Uh, when God does something, he don't half-heartedly do it. He overflowingly, overwhelmingly does it. Does it uh, not just a catch of fish, uh, but a net breaking boat sinking load of fish tonight? Uh, I'm telling you, God can do it. Uh, you got something that needs to be done. Uh, God said, I can wipe away, uh, I can move, I can minister, I can do all things tonight. Where it's easy to say, uh, and Matthew is uh, sick of palsy, he has an overwhelming supply of forgiveness tonight, he has an overwhelming supply of. Uh, supplying food for us tonight. Not just forgiveness, but he don't only forgive, but he heals. 
I'm telling you, I've been uh, uh, into a place uh, uh, where God just coming down and, and not only will God just uh, uh, not only save a people, not only God will save a nation, uh, but he'll save a people and he'll save a nation, uh, but he'll also heal a people. He'll also uh, heal a nation tonight. That's how big God is tonight. Uh, I don't look at the storms and the ways of life and everything that tries to get us down. Uh, I look into the one, uh, the anchor of my soul, uh, the one that's got charge of the ship, uh, the one that takes over, uh, the one that can do all things tonight. See, I believe tonight that when they seen the man that had palsy, thy sins be forgiven, or to say, rise up and take thy bed and walk, but that they may know that the Son of Man has power on earth. Woo! Can I tell you that you may know that the Son of Power, <laughs> Son of Man has power on earth, not only to forgive sin, but he has it also to raise up the dead. Uh, he has it also to raise up the blind. Uh, he has it already made up where he can heal the withered hand. Uh, uh, he can restore life to Jairus' daughter. He can do anything in this sanctuary tonight. Uh, I'm telling you, if you'll let your cups overflow tonight, church, I'm telling you, God will do great and mighty things tonight. He's an overflowing, all-supplying God. Whatsoever you ask for, ask for in my name, he said, I'll give it to you. <laughs> I owed somebody some money the other day. I bought a picture, I think, and uh, from Donna. And I didn't have, I forget what it was, 10 bucks on me. I went to Randy. I said, man, I ain't got 10 bucks, but if you'll give it to me, I'll give it back to you later. Randy gave me 10 bucks. I should have went out to, what should have went, I asked Cindy, but she wouldn't do it. But... <clears throat> Randy was gracious enough to do that. And he's just a servant of the Lord. There's nothing that you can ask Jesus that he won't do for you. Nothing. As a matter of fact, I need to borrow $6 because I got to get a, a raft from her tonight. There's nothing that God can't do for you, for your situation for your circumstances, for your children, for your grandchildren, for your moms and your dads. We will serve a God that's overflowing with love and mercy and grace and forgiveness. He took the stripes upon his back not just to show people that he loved them, but he said, I love them enough that I'll even heal them. He just didn't do it half-heartedly. He said, I'll show them. There are some things in the Greek which we have no translation into the English. The passage that says, I will do it in the NIV or that will I do in the King James Version. That translations did the best they could to with our language. But in the Greek actually portrays the meaning. If you will ask anything in my name, if I don't have it, I will make it. That's powerful. In the Greek, if, if you ask anything in my name, if I don't have it right now on me, I'll make it this instant. There's nothing that God, in other words, says I won't do for you. He's not talking to the demons. He's talking to the church. 
And I'm telling you, he's telling the church, listen, church, I've got every supply that you need tonight. Doesn't matter what happens today, tomorrow, or next week. Whatever you have need of, I'm a big enough God that if I don't have it, I'll make it happen. Woo! If I went to Randy and he said, man, I don't got the 10, I only got $5 on me, that wouldn't have been enough. He couldn't have made it happen at that moment. But let me tell you, if I'm in the midst of something, I'm in there and I'm speaking in tongues and I'm praying, Holy Ghost, we need you to move. We need you to move this mountain. I'm telling you, if God don't have the remedy to take care of that situation, he'll move enough heaven and earth to make sure that situation's taken care of. That's a big God that we serve. That's an awesome God. I listened to a man preach the other night and he talked about there was this name, there's this name, this lady named Juliet. Not Juliet, but June, June, and she uh she had all kinds of diseases. She was in a wheelchair and God spoke to him. And he said, if you'll go down there, talk to that woman, he said, I'll heal her. He walked down off of that platform and he looked at that lady, and I'm telling you, it's hard to say, but he had said, listen, lady. God told me you got heart disease. God told me that your back is twisted. Your spine is mangled. But God told me if you'll listen to me, I'll raise you up. He said, I want you to get out of that wheelchair. And all of a sudden, that little old lady creaked her way up and took her forever to get out of that wheelchair. She just kind of stood there shaking. And he said, the Lord... And all of a sudden, when he said the Lord, she fell flat on the old concrete floor. He said, Lord, I'm fixing to go to jail. Here I told this lady to stand up, and she's falling. He said, I told what I was talking. I was thinking, oh, Jesus, what do I do? He said, her kidneys are malfunctioning. Her heart's messed up. And all of a sudden, he began to name things as that little lady was laying on the ground. She jumped up from there and she said, it felt like a pillow when I laid down there. All of a sudden she said, when you said my heart, something happened in my spirit and my heart. She said, when you spoke my spine needs to straighten up, she said, there was something shook in my back. I mean, she began to tell him all the things that God has done and what God was doing. Can I tell you, seven years later, that lady's still walking and breathing upon the planet Earth. And the Lord, I mean, they only gave her seven days back then to live. Can I tell you tonight, church, them is just stories that we hear of. But I'm believing that in the palace, we're not only going to hear them, we're going to experience them. Why? Because we're seeking for revival. We're seeking for a move of the mighty God. We're believing God that God's not only going to save folks, but he'll heal them. If they die there, he can raise them up in our church. I'm believing my cup runneth over. Surely good. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And if he's going to follow me all the days of my life, he's going to follow you. And if he said it for me, he's saying the same thing for the church. I'll give you what you have need of. I'll make a way for you. All you got to do is let me run your cup plumb over. I say, Jesus, get a water hose, put it on top of my head, and turn it up full blast. Don't stop the move of the Holy Spirit, but allow that anointing to saturate my life. So I come by to tell you tonight, church, let's get full 
overflowing, where we can't hardly walk without the presence of woo, Almighty God getting all over us, that we can't hardly even talk without, ah, oh, Jesus, I feel that anointing. I'm telling you, it's real tonight, church. When we get around people, we begin to share the word of God, that that anointing so thick and real upon our life, that they're all in the presence of God, that God demonstrates the power right in front of our eyes. Because he's God. My cup runneth over. I was young. Now I'm getting a little old. Help him, Jesus. But I've never seen the righteous, Brother Marvin, forsaken. Or a seat out begging for bread. I'm telling you, he's real tonight, church. I said he's real. Ah, we're, not, we're, we're, we're serving a God that wants to do great and mighty things amongst us. How when we're in church and I'm listening out through the congregation as, as Brother Miller and Brother Randy's preaching, I hear people yelling, whoa. I hear people saying certain things, amen. There's a little black lady over here and I, she tickles me every time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get excited about the presence of God. It ain't real. It ain't fake. It's real tonight, church. Somebody's being touched by God. I'm telling you, when we begin to allow the anointing to flow, we're going to see great and mighty things happen. Brother Miller and Brother Randy's already opened the doors and said, come on, church. Let's let him in and do what he needs to do in this 21st century. Now God's looking for us, a body of believers that will just step into what God's called us to. Stand with me tonight. There's sometimes you could just talk and talk and talk. 